Hello, and welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast with your amazing host, Anna Gold. We hope you enjoy the conversation and learn something new. We have an amazing show planned for you today, and who knows, we might play a game or two. Ladies and gentlemen, without further delay, here she is, the amazing Anna Gold. Welcome to the Golden Hour with Anna Gold, everyone. My guest is Dan Mitchum, a comedian and an all-around awesome guy who also does cosplay of Beetlejuice. What is that? I basically get paid for being Beetlejuice at different conventions. I've done it down in San Diego Comic-Con. Uh... I was paid to be it for a, when Ready Player One came out, they had a pop-up in Hollywood, so they wanted me to play the character for that, and just oh, a few wow. other odd ends. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. That's really cool. That was a, a delightfully scary character from when I was a kid, and I was, like, <laughs> um, confused by it, but scared of it, but also thought that he was cool, and, like, I had mixed feelings about Beetlejuice, but I definitely liked my own writer when she appeared in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how did you get started, Dan, um, doing Beetlejuice? That's kind of cool. I don't know, actually. I mean, I was working at Universal in the park in Hollywood, so they had a few auditions for the character. Well, back at the time, I was a little bit too hefty, we'll say. <laughs> but they. Uh, but they told me over and over again that I had the voice and the mannerisms down perfectly almost. So oh, nice. I basically took that and I went out and got a pretty legit suit and all oh. the other stuff that goes with it. And just, uh, I would actually go to some of the Comic Cons and the Halloween or horror themed Comic Con that mm-hmm. LA has. And oh. I would just be the character just, you know, for me, but I had uh-huh. such a big turnout, you know, all these people want pictures with me and they're interviewing me and stuff like that. So <laughs> eventually I just put it out there that I'm a Beetlejuice for hire. <laughs> <laughs> That's neat. I never knew that they had horror Comic-Con. Like I never knew they had that genre or that aspect of it. Yeah. The big one is Midsummer Scream. They'll do. Yeah. They used to do one called Scare L.A. <laughs> That's a funny name. Yeah. Um, so how did you end up getting work as Beetlejuice? Uh, you started doing it just for fun, but what was the first person that called you like, or did you put advertisements out? How did you go about doing it? Uh, just whenever I saw people needed characters and they weren't too specific, I'd just put that out there and let them know. Uh, I think the first one was that Ready Player One activation. Uh they call them activations. Oh. It's it's like a pop-up. Uh, sometimes they're a haunted house that you go through to promote the movie, like I did one for It Chapter 2. Uh, uh-huh. But Ready Player One was more like a uh, like an obstacle course slash scavenger hunt. And so I was, they needed an actual Beetlejuice for one of the party rooms. So I put it out there, and that was the first one that I got hired for. Cool. Good for you. And then you do stand-up, too, don't you? Yeah, I've done it about three times. I'd like to do it some more. I'm just, uh, I'm 
currently in the middle of packing stuff up because I'm moving back to California in just a couple of days. So once I get back down there, I'd love to go do some open mic nights and really get the ball rolling on my stand-up. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, where are you moving from? I'm up in Montana. I've I tell Yay! people I've basically lived. <laughs> yeah, I tell people I've basically lived up here and in California like half and half because I've gone back and forth so many times. Oh, that makes sense. Dan has his own podcast too. Tell him, Dan, what's it called? It's called Dumb Talks because my initials are D U M. I also uh-huh. thought it was like a play on words with TED Talks. Uh, oh yeah. I started it. Yeah, I started it in December of 2020, mm-hmm. and basically I talk to different people. Hopefully, I'll get you on the show sometime soon. But oh, I talk to different people. Cool. Yeah, I talk to different people, uh, and I let them talk about you know something of interest of theirs, whether it be a hobby or something they're working on. Uh, because then I like to let them promote their own stuff on my episodes as well. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's really great. And your podcast, by the way, has variety. I've listened to it, and it's not all the same thing. It's very nice to have different guests, different subject matters. and Yeah, and it's a win-win because I let, you know, I mean, they get to be on my show, and I have a, you know, another episode, and then I get to plug all their stuff they're working on and whatnot. Oh, that's awesome. Um, well, everybody, Mr. Dan Mitchum is a big Jim Carrey fan, so we have some Jim Carrey trivia. Would you like to play, Dan? Absolutely not. What? <laughs> no, I'd love to. <laughs> oh, no. I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> that really fooled me. I was like, uh-oh, now what do I do with my show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm just gonna have to juggle something else. Um, okay. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I will decide which prize you get at the end. I'm right now. I'm just visiting my folks in the Midwest, so maybe I'll send you some corn. Is that okay? Hey, there you go. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, okay. Yeah. So the first question is: Who plays the leading female role? Alongside Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Which actress plays a leading role in Ace Ventura Pet Detective? Oh no. <laughs> you know her? She later became really popular in something else. If you think about it, um, but maybe it's been a few years since you've seen this question. Would you like to guess or skip ahead? Well, I can picture her. I just can't remember her name. And it is. Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. There we go. Yeah. She looked way different in that movie, too. I think it was only a couple years before Friends, but I feel like she looked really different. So. Yeah. Um, okay. The next question is, what is the name of Jim Carrey's dog or his character's dog in The Mask? Oh, come on. I know this one. How long is this episode? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you, may, you may pass if you want. Like that's that's fine with me. There are ninety four questions. I'm not going to ask you all of them, but you have some variety, <laughs> so I could always like. <laughs> well, and I know 
his monkey's name in Ace Ventura 2 is Spike. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to answer I can't remember it? the name of the dog. Sure. Um, one minute, please. Oh, thank you. Okay, that sounds good, Mom. I love you. I have to go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, bye. Hello, everyone. That was my mom. Just calling to see if I wanted a Mama Basso pizza after work. And yes, I do. Yes, please. Thank you, Mom, for that. <laughs> yeah, well, you gave me more time to think about the dog's name, and I think I know what it is. Oh, what is it? Is it Milo? Yes! Good job! Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can guess this one. I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure, but what is Jim Carrey? What is Jim Carrey's character's occupation in me, myself, and Irene. What does he do for work? Me, myself, and Irene. He's a highway patrol officer. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, good job on that. I got two. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Um, super. Do you say okay? I've always wondered how you say this. Do you say two for one if a person gets two wrong and or two right and one wrong? Then would you say their score is two for one, or how do you how do you say that? I would say two out of three. Okay. Oh, two out of two out of three. Yeah. All right. This is a good <laughs> one. Okay. How about which actress? debuted alongside Jim Carrey in the 1994 movie, The Mask. It was her first big role. Um, think of someone. Do you want me to give you a hint at all, or do you just want to play it for what it is? Cameron Diaz, final answer. Oh, yeah. Three out of four. All right. There we go. Do you want to go for ten questions, or do you want to talk more about yourself? Let's do all 99. You got time. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, wow. we, we can go to 10. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, we can good. go to 10. Okay. Ah, that sounds good. Um, Jim Carrey was born in another country besides America. Which one of these countries, in which one of these countries was Jim Carrey born? Um, the UK, South Africa, Canada, or from Canada. Yes. Good job. We're out of five, my friend. And nice. I'm going to skip ahead because there are 94 questions. Let's find some more of these. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. Okay, here's a line from a Jim Carrey movie. Which movie is this from? I'll juice you up. Uh, is it Batman Forever? No. Uh -oh. Sorry. Um, it was the cable guy. Uh, okay. I was thinking of when he's, uh, sucking the intelligence out of people as the Riddler. <laughs> oh, oh, that's fair. Actually, that would work for the Riddler. Um, and have you ever seen the movie The, the Majestic? Yeah. Okay. All right. This is a multiple choice question. In the movie The Majestic, Jim Carrey's character tries to get him to plead the Fifth Amendment. However, Jim Carrey's character instead invokes which amendment? 
Um, well, it's kind of a hard question. So if you're watching, if you have watched the movie Be Majestic, Jim Carrey's lawyer tries to get him to plead the fifth, but Jim Carrey accidentally pleads which amendment? Does he accidentally plead the twelfth, the second, the sixth, or the first? Mm, let's say the second. Oh, you were so close. It was the first. Okay. Uh, okay. You are four out of seven. If you get the next three right, you'll win a prize. <laughs> okay. I feel like you're going to get this one right. So this is a line from a Jim Carrey movie. Can you name this movie? The line is, did you miss me? I guess not. Oh, I know this one. If it's any oh, the clue out. Yes, good job. All right. Okay. Let's see here. Are you pretty good at the Truman Show uh, trivia? Could you guess an answer from that one? I'd like to think I could. I guess we'll oh, find right. out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, in... In the Truman Show, what is the name of Jim Carrey's character's wife? Oh, that was a hard one for me. <laughs> uh, what is the name of the character that Jim Carrey plays in the Truman Show? What is the name of his wife's character? Kind of an old-fashioned like, name, if that helps. Yeah, it's like Meryl. Yeah! Wow! Good nice. thing all right. I think you only have to get one more right. Um, nice. I'm going to skip some work. All right. I skipped all the way to question 90. Ooh. Okay. This is a line from another Jim Carrey movie. Which movie does this line of dialogue come from? I'm a bad father. Name that movie. Uh, Liar, Liar. Yes! Good job! Ding, ding, ding. You have Booyah. won a prize from the Midwest. <laughs> so I'll just send... I'll An send ear of corn. An ear of corn, yeah! All right. Um, I will send you something local from here, uh, from this region where I'm staying at. And uh, But in the meantime, we can either wrap up the show, because I know you said you're moving and you probably have boxes to pack, or you can answer more questions about yourself and tell all your friends and fans where to find you. Which do you prefer? I, I can answer some more. I got some more time here. I'm actually, okay. I want to say I'm 95% done. So, and I still have two more days. So I think I, I have everything under wraps. Oh, that's great. Good for you. Way to go on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me, I'd be like throwing a box together within two hours of the truck leaving, <laughs> hoping I remembered everything, probably forgetting some things, then asking my friends yeah. to go back into the old house and mail me stuff, <laughs> which I've done before. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jillian. Or you send More yourself friends... a... Oh, what did Oh, I was going to say thank you very much to my friend Jillian who did that for me <laughs> when I moved from a house. Oh, I yeah. forgot like 
two jackets and I'm like, oh crap, those are important. <laughs> um, anyway, what, what were you going to say? Or you send yourself, um, Oh yeah, sometimes I'll, I, you know, I can't make anything else fit or bring on the plane, so I'll just ship my own self a, my own care package full of extra stuff. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I never thought to do that. I'm usually the one who <laughs> calls her friends or, hey, do you have any extra storage space? Uh, I can do you a favor in return or <laughs> something like that. But no, you're smart. That makes a lot of sense. Then you have everything. Um, yeah. All right. I have some more questions for you. Um, so, Mr. Dan is a comedian, a very good stand-up comic who reminds me of Tom Selleck. And I mean that in the best way because, like, when I was watching your stuff, you really had that look of, um, what was that show he was on in the, in the 80s? Was it Magnum P.I.? Yeah. Yeah, you have that look going on, and my favorite thing that you do in stand-up comedy is the look that you give to the audience. Like, <laughs> when you say something that you think is funny or to prove a point, you kind of look to the side, and then you look to them, and then you look to the other side, and you have this very sort of quiet look, and that's what makes it the most funny. I just, I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, he could use that in anything. So, keep going, Dan. Well, thank you. And, You're welcome. And it's the... It was the Hawaiian shirt that I'm wearing that makes me look like Magnum P.I., I figure, right? <laughs> and I think you had a mustache, did you not? Yeah, well, I have like a beard, like a whole beard thing going on. Yeah, that definitely helps. <laughs> and it, <laughs> yeah. it, it might have been a little bit of a delivery, too, which is nice. I, I always like that show. Um Okay, so I'm wondering a couple of things. So you're from Montana, right? I was born and raised in Riverside, California, and we moved up to Montana when I was nine. Oh, that's cool. That's a change from Riverside. Yeah, to go from extreme warmth to extreme cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Was it hard for you as a boy, like, to get used to that? Mm, honestly, I think the only hard part was the fact that, you know, I had to leave some of my friends behind in California and then mm -hmm. uh, make new ones up here. I mean, this was 98 or so, so, of course, there was no Facebook to keep in touch with everybody, but... Yeah, uh, you had to write a letter or... Early emails <laughs> you could have done yeah. that too, I guess. The, the, <laughs> the one funny, yeah. The one funny thing though was, because uh, again, I mean, I'm sure you know how warm California can get, and then up here mm -hmm. it gets pretty cold in the summer. I mean, the highest we might get is like 90s or something. So uh, mm -hmm. when we first moved in here or moved up here, the the first summer, it would be like the middle of summer and I'm still wearing a jacket. And I remember my mom telling me in the store one day, she's like, you should probably take that jacket off. You're getting weird looks from people. <laughs> oh, I bet you would from Montanans. I feel like Montanans could cope with anything. I'm, you know, li having lived out there myself and moving back there shortly, I noticed that they don't plow the roads as much as they do in Illinois. Like, yeah, they do plow them, but we salt them here. And 
I mm-hmm. <laughs> remember moving out there, and I was like, what is this? I'm driving on snow? And I was just like, it was unfathomable to me. Or, I'm driving on ice? Why would they not melt this? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. it's because it's the best. <laughs> and you just got to be tough and, like, be like a cowboy would. And I liked it, though. I really like Montana. And, yes, it is cold. But I'm from Illinois, so I think I'm used to that. Um, but being from California, is that what led you to be bit by the acting bug, do you think? Or what was it that made you want to perform for other people? I mean, even in California, I've been doing plays all throughout school and mm-hmm. whatnot like that. And then uh, in freshman and sophomore year of college up here in Montana, a friend of mine and myself, we put on a sketch comedy show, kind of like Saturday Night Live. Uh, I wrote all the skits and directed it. He produced it. and oh, We even cool. acted what, in them. What was it called? It was called the Just For You Comedy Show. Uh, we did it up at Tech in Butte, Montana. Oh, and then it was... Yeah, really it, cool it did theater. so well. Um, I'm so sorry. I think there's a sound delay. It's my fault. <laughs> I was oh, no, trying to good. say that, that Butte is a very good theater town. Like, well, it has just some really good history in terms of theater. Go on, please, Dan. <laughs> Oh, no, it's all good. Um, yeah, so it, the Just For You comedy show that we did, it went so well that we ended up writing more skits, and we did a, a second show the year after. It was all new skits. Uh, a couple of the skits we took from the first one, and we did sequels to. But, uh yeah, I mean, doing that, and then, again, all throughout my life, I've been doing plays and stuff. I actually just finished a... Christmas play in Deer Lodge, Montana. Uh oh, obviously cool. back in December. They did a yeah, they did a play version of Home Alone and I gotta be Marv, one of the wet bandits. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun doing the Pratt Falls, like falling and taking an iron to the face, you know, just everyday things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the usual getting an anvil dropped in on your head, you know. <laughs> mhm. Exactly. Um Oh, so how did you go about getting that work? Was it through someone you know or did you have to have a proper audition? For the home alone play? Mhm. No, I just saw that they were doing a a play version of Home Alone. I that's one of my top 3 favorite Christmas movies. So I went over there hoping to be Marv. I auditioned for Marv, and sure enough, I got cast as Marv. So, and they they thought I was a great performer throughout the whole run. I'd never worked with any of these people, but they're already inviting me back for other plays and stuff like that that they're going to do. Oh, that's nice. That's really good that you have the option to come back there and be performing again if that's what you want to do. And speaking of that, what is next for you? What are your next steps for your career, do you hope? Well, when I get back to California again, I'd like to keep doing my stand-up material. I do have an agent down there, and he's going to get the ball rolling again. I just need to get some new headshots, but he does... I have a good headshot photographer 
can recommend if you need anybody. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, okay. So, yeah, my agent can submit me for film, movie, or, sorry, <laughs> movies, TV, and plays. So oh. it's nice that he can do all three. That is really good because I feel like that's not as common in LA as it should be to have an agent that can do all of that. So good for you. Yeah. You've already got, you've already gotten the ball rolling. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And, um, because you're leaving Montana, what I would like to know is what do you like best, Dan, about the Montana film scene or the, um, production scene in general? I like the fact that Montana's actually getting more filming. I mean, they're they're doing that Yellowstone show up here. They're doing yeah. the prequel. It's like 1884. They're doing that up here. I mean, oh, yeah. growing up, there was two movies <laughs> uh, when I was a little kid that filmed up here that I got to be a part of, and that was it. So now it's nice to see there's more stuff going on. I mean, last year in uh, I think it was November. I did a uh-huh. film uh called Butcher's Crossing out in Nevada City and Nicholas Cage mm-hmm. is in that movie. He was out there filming with us that day. Oh wow, that's really cool. What did you do in that movie? I was one of the townsfolk. I was I was just going out and hired on as an extra, but they ended up using me in a bunch of scenes with him and the other kid who's the main character and uh, so I'm excited to see when it comes out this summer and see how much screen time I got on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. That's a good movie to be in. I hope that I can see you, too. Like, if you get a chance and you find yourself, will you send me a screenshot? Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, they they used me in a lot of the scenes right in front of him or to the side of him and stuff like that. So hopefully I won't be that hard to find. Hopefully you won't need a magnifying glass or anything to see <laughs> Oh, no, I hope not either. I think you should be pretty easy. You're pretty recognizable with the Tom Selleck mustache. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a Hawaiian shirt, though. I was dressed up like a an old, uh, what was I? I was like a mercantile owner guy. I was a shopkeep. Oh, I could see that, like an old Western shopkeep. So, is there anything else? Mr. Dan, that you would like to say about the Montana film scene? Uh, just the fact that I hope I can do some more acting and stuff up here, because then that'll give me more opportunities to come up and visit with some friends and family and whatnot. Yeah, actually, that's true. you got a place to stay, and it's a wonderful state. And, um, yeah, so where where may we find you? Um, where are you found on the Internet? Uh, well, there's the podcast again. It's Dumb Talk, D-U-M. Uh, obviously, there's a period between each letter, and then that's on pretty much all the different streaming sites where you can check out podcasts. Oh, that's uh, great. I, yeah, I've got a since my Beetlejuice thing went so well. Every time I dress up as him, I made an Instagram for him, and that's Beetlejuice L.A. You can find oh, there's no, me or there's him no... on there. Okay. I like hmm? how you phrase that, um, me or him. <laughs> um, so 
speaking of which, on your Instagram, and I'll, I will link your Instagram to the podcast description. So if anyone's listening to this, um, just look below and you'll find Dan's work. But if you're looking for him as the Beetlejuice cosplay character, I believe that the Instagram handle is spelled, let me know if this is right, Dan. It's uh, B-E-E-T-L-E-J-U-I-E-L-A, right? There's no C in that? No, there's a C. Oh, I-C-E-L-A. Okay. Oh, I don't know why I thought that. Okay, my apologies. But I did see your page, and it's really cool. And you have a lot of great costumes, and you look real. Like, really, <laughs> like, very much like Beetlejuice. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, and then, You're welcome. Uh, I've got a TikTok that I'm trying to put, you know, goofy jokes and random humor on there. I want to... See if oh. I can maybe even do some of my stand-up on there. That one's just Dan Mitchum 86. Dan Mitchum. And how do you spell Mitchum for the folks listening? M-I-T-C-H-E-M. Okay. That's cool. We are going to tune in and listen to all your stuff. And I love Dan's stand-up, by the way. Is it okay if I share a link to that in the podcast description? Sure. Uh, again, that was the first time I did it, so if uh, <laughs> people think I'm a little rough or whatever you want to call it, then you know, hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping to fine tune that out in a while. <laughs> I'm sure you will <laughs> if it's something that you want to do, and your delivery is great. Like I like the look. Oh, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. This has been the Golden Hour Podcast with your host, Anne Gold. We invite you to come back next time for more laughs, fascinating guests, and most importantly, movie trivia. Think of her next time you watch The Sunset or Chugga V8. Don't forget to find her on Instagram and take a peek at her profile on IMDb. Until next time, stay golden.